0: I had this idea to capture and share the conversations I was having with a world-class channel. Little did we know that this project would find its way into 11 countries. Hello, I'm Kelly Rose, and for the last four years I've worked with Alexa DeHara, a noted angelic energy channel, traditional naturopathic doctor, who also just happens to have a master's degree in theology. To say that I've grilled her on everything related to light, angels, and energy is a pure understatement. Welcome to Audio Alchemy with Alexa DeHara. Good morning, Alexa.
1: Good morning, Kelly. How are you?
0: I am so good. I'm so excited to be jumping back into this project with you.
1: I am too. I am so very excited. And the angels around us are so excited to be getting this information back there to the world.
0: Yeah, we've had a lot going on in the world. Um, But through it all, one thing, I mean, there's many things that are super clear. But one thing that has been just absolutely clear to me is we are absolutely surrounded by angels at all times, whether we tap into them or not.
1: We are. We are. All of us.
0: One of the biggest questions I was, I've been thinking about on my morning walks are, can we say that angels are responsible for synchronicity?
1: We can absolutely say that because synchronicity is a universal force that creates all of the joining aspects of what we consider serendipity, which is beneficial to us because it creates wonderful outcomes and mm. it's all coinciding.
0: Yeah, I love that word even more serendipity. Is there, is there a difference between synchronicity and serendipity or are they interchangeable?
1: I think they're interchangeable. I think the synchronicity is more the universal force and then serendipitous moments are those exact divine timing that produce those wonderful outcomes.
0: Mhm. And they're happening whether we are tuned in and aware of them or not.
1: They are happening. They angels create these moments. And they, they, they want us to stop and they want us to pay attention. And even when we really aren't or we can't at that moment, they try the intervening. And we do see moments of all of the serendip- serendipitous energy. We see it. We feel it. We experience it. We live it.
0: Mm-hmm. I've noticed that it's not just a playful energy, which I actually attributed to angels, but there's some just pragmatic uh, ways that angels show up as well. Oh boy.
1: Yes. If we are not paying attention to the signs or even when we're asking for something and we're praying for it, we always want it to come in a soft outcome and sometimes absolutely not. That's not the way that we're going to do it. So that shows up in our life the way we need it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes versus the way we want it.
0: That's been one of the biggest takeaways working with you for, goodness, now five years is uh, what I need is exactly what shows up, whether I am agreeing with it or not at that moment.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The universe, God, the angels absolutely knows everything in our most divine timing. And that's why I love serendipity because it shows up in our most divine timing and it always has a wonderful outcome. It might not be a wonderful experience, but the outcome is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. How do we best prepare ourselves to listen to the angels that accompany us?
1: I think awareness is everything. First, the acknowledgement that these beings, these divine beings are working with us and walking with us at all times, acknowledgement, and then the trust that they're there for our highest good. Mm -hmm. And then inviting them, as you and I have spoken about many times into our daily life, inviting them to be a guidance, to be a friend, to be a partner, Finding times to silence your being. Taking long walks. I love that. When you walk and you talk to them. They love walking with us. They call it miracle stepping as we have spoken mm-hmm. about in the past. But yeah, awareness is everything. They are with us at all times.
0: You know, some people sort of shy away uh, from that a word, the word ritual. And yet when there's like a ritual can be as simple as an invitation or prayer of stay with me, walk with me, be with me. How important are rituals to prepare yourself to receive and to, to ask for and, and um, allow it all in? So the word ritual is interesting
1: because people do shy away from it, but we have rituals every day. We Mm -hmm. wake up, we put our shoes on our feet the same way, we brush our teeth, we eat our breakfast, we drink our coffee, those are rituals. They prepare us for the day. And the word ritual is interchangeable with the word mantra, with the word prayer. So we can create those rituals in our daily life to ask them to welcome them, to invite them, in absolutely. And mm-hmm. how the word resonates with us is how the word resonates.
0: Right. What are some of the specific rituals, prayer, invocations that you have used that have, in your own life that's, that you found effective?
1: I always wake up and invite the angels to interact with me in my daily life. I invite them into my life daily and people say, well, Maytrail lives with you. Yes, Maytrail does. Absolutely. But it is a conscious state of being to know that you are inviting all these beautiful beings of light into your realm in the very morning so that your day is full of light. It is full of wisdom. It's full of guidance. Mm
0: -hmm. Sometimes when I am, walking and thinking, I have a hard time discerning between what I know to be angel guidance at this point and what I am allowing others influence to sort of seep in to that. Can you give us some uh, tips on how to tune in and trust yourself and, and discern between the two? So the
1: spirit is in constant conversation with the angelic realm. And so the spirit resides within us. So some folks might feel, hear, and understand what's going on within them. Some people might actually attune with what is going on around them. So again, trusting that. So when we invite them in, immediately they come. So we know that's our truth. And when we step into a place where we're looking for guidance, immediately they speak, whether it be in the form of speaking through our spirit or speaking through butterflies, hummingbirds, dimes, flowers, street signs, license plates. Look for the signs. Mm -hmm. Look for the signs. Be aware. Again, awareness is everything. Look for what's going on around you and trust that those are divine signs from the angels.
0: And it could come through another human, correct? Oh, it could come through another human
1: that doesn't even realize that that person is speaking angelic tongue to you. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had that experience last week about my personal relationship. Somebody just started talking to me and then I realized this person was actually channeling a message directly for me. And I thought, wow, I really needed that. So absolutely that Mm -hmm. can come from others.
0: And when you, when you have that feeling of, we've all, you know, come in contact with someone who has said something that we just think there's no way that that person knew what was going on in my life. And yet they said that, should we, um, is it a good practice to stop and recognize it as an uh, angel message and just silently you know, say, thank you, or I hear you acknowledge it. How important it's is that?
1: Very important. It's the, the act, the act of receiving, it's the act of receiving. So even if it came off the cusp and you didn't know where it came from, when it resonated with you, your truth sensors will always go off always.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so the just resonance just, is, yes, yes, yeah. you mm-hmm. just receive, absolutely mm-hmm. receive. Mm-hmm. What is, uh, if you don't mind sharing, what is a super memorable way that an angel showed up for you specifically to help fuel a, a goal that you had in any time in your life? You
1: know, I think that the most, I have that happen every day in my life because this is my life. This is what I choose to be in my life. But I think something that really stands out was a person that was asking for some change on the side of the road and was willing to sell his tools. And when I went and dug up all the change that I found in my and this is such a great story. All the change I found in my car, which wasn't much, it was a couple dollars. He said to me, do you want my tools? I said, absolutely not. And he looked at me and I had not given this man my name. And he said, Alexa, thank you so much. I want you to know that all the blessings in your life are going to show up. (laughs) And, and, you know, I speak to an angel every day. So to see that a being come through another being in such divine form, where he actually knew my name, that that stood out to me. It, it showed me that they show up when we need them, and they show up in the way we need to hear them. Because Matriel can say to me, "Oh, Alexa, things are going to be wonderful, blessings are coming," but that stood out to me to go. Well, you know what? God was speaking
0: right through this human being. hmm hmm The angels. Do they acknowledge our fears? Is that, are these answers to our fears? Is this how they they answer them? Okay,
1: fear is an interesting thing with an angel because fear is a very, you know, we have our centers of, of smarts and we are smart in a pool of alligators, correct? So we have fear of jumping in the pool of alligators. But when it comes to fear, Angels don't recognize our fear in this sense. They know we will overcome it. Mm-hmm. They know that there is a way to always overcome it. So they
0: work with us to help us overcome it. Mm-hmm. And, and situations like the man on the side of the road did that. It obviously resonated, but was it an answer to a wobble, a personal wobble that you had sort of a reminder absolutely i was driving across
1: the country and i was very scared myself and what i was doing and a decision i had made mm. and i stop at this dirt lot and here comes this man and and he absolutely after he walked you know, he drove away i walked away i said to myself thank you god i needed that i'm on the right path yes mm.
0: mm-hmm. so that's how they i guess acknowledge uh whatever fear means to us individually exactly. um, when we absolutely make a personal decision to work with the angels in specific pursuit of say a life goal be it creative or relational whatever it is what are a few steps that we can take to actually call on them like the first one you you touched on is Actually, just invite them in every single morning. You are welcome here. Walk with me. Can you expand on that? Absolutely.
1: So when we start to invite them into our life and trust their knowledge and their guidance, see, an angel isn't going to steer us wrong. We steer ourselves wrong. So when we start to invite them in, things start to show up to very much give us guideposts to the directions we're meant to be going. And when we trust that direction, we are going the right way. So we simply trust their information. How do we receive their information? Again, we listen to our internal being. We listen and look for the signs around us. We allow ourselves to hear clearly the messages given you know, people say, how do I remove the garb? Silence yourself for a moment. Silence yourself and listen. And you'll hear what needs to be spoken to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm, so good. So good. So good. Um, you have a new series of uh, meditation booklets launching in September. This <laughs> is work that I am incredibly familiar with. And I'm so excited to see you pull this into the book form. Um, I, I just love the tangible, you know, uh, walkable accompaniment. Uh, can you say more about how important this work has been for your clients and in your own life. And just a little bit about how important this project is. So this
1: project is very dear to me and dear to the angelic realm. It is speaking directly to our wounded inner children in a sense of storytelling. So that wounded inner child takes, takes great interest in stories And these stories allow that child to receive what that child was lacking or needing in that child's life to heal into its most fabulous adult, Then, which allows us to, all of us, to create a great life. This work is amazing, and it's all storytelling, it's all fascinating,
0: and it's all channeled right to that inner child. Can you talk a little bit about... So we should back up and say that these meditations are channeled meditations. They're compiled in book form, adults, they're, um, fairy tales that sort of reweave um, a new story. They're universal. And they, one of the key pieces that I found was that you read them aloud. So they are voice, your own voice activated, re- Reading back to you the story of um, a news story, can you talk about how important our own voice is to to healing ourselves and our own stories, whatever they are?
1: Absolutely. So we, every day, speak to ourselves. And our body, ourselves, our dimensional beings, our archetype societies, listen to everything we say And we always have a story that we're saying to ourselves. So this takes us into a place of a story of transformation. And whatever that inner child is hearing from your actual voice imprint, your cells, your body, your inner dimensional beings, your archetype societies are listening very well to you over everything and everyone else in the world. So your voice is your number one tool to heal yourself absolutely and you've you're speaking directly that need this healing and everyone has wounded inner children regardless of what they've gone through in their life they have them so you're telling this child a story and this child is saying wow this is a story that I want to live I want to live this story I want to be this story and your voice is creating this magical healing Mm
0: mm-hmm They are broken down, this series, into archetypes. Can you just quickly list the archetypes that the healing um, outlines?
1: The divine father, our divine masculine father. The divine mother, our divine feminine healer. The mother is always God until we are a certain age in our childhood. The divine warrior. We all need to understand that we are light within darkness, our divine grand observer, a lot of people's favorite to observe what's going on in self and others and allow yourself to interact and not take the world personally, because you are growing in your own strength and the divine grandparents. Grandparents are our nurturers in the masculine balance of male and female the masculine balance of female and male. Grandparents bring us joy. They love us. They nurture us with
0: an unconditional love. Mm. Thank you so much. The um, the series completely changed my life. But specifically, my favorite, of course, was the Grand Observer, as well as a lot of other people. It um, it brings just such a peace of uh, and an enjoyment of of whoever is directly in front of you, no matter what. Um, and that has been such a personal shift in me uh, to learn these tools. So I am so excited. Um, okay. They come out in early September. You'll be talking more about them on And is there anything else you want to uh, or Matrio wants to share with us?
1: Everyone should pick up a set. Everyone will find something in the set of these five amazing, amazing channeled scripts that helps them in their life, especially in this time period that we're all going through.
0: Yep. Thank you so much, Alexa.
1: Well, you're so welcome. And thank you. And you have a blessed day. Love and light.
0: You too. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, please visit the language of or stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.